It's time, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the podcast that is all about intellectually immature nonsense. Are a very particular set of skills. And by God, this is the BS. Uncensored. There it is, episode two of the BS Uncensored. Thanks for joining us. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. That's me. There's Nelson. Hello. At listen to the BS on the social media. I always feel like, you know, for those OG two two peers. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you are new to us or this podcast, uh, and you what we call our audience is two percenters. And the whole backstory is uh in radio when things uh management doesn't want you to believe something, they say it's only two percent. So I decided to own that and said I'll take two percent of the almost eight billion people in the in the world. Right. right. So I was gonna say universe. Good but, percentage. Yeah. So I was like, I'll tell you. So anyway, if you want to be a two peer, uh, I mean, you just listen to your two peer. But if you want to join our private Facebook group, there's an awesome group of people there. Um, I think I forgot. I was mentioning names last episode. And I think Lori and Tara reached out, and they're like, "You didn't say our name; you said everybody else's name." <laughs> I was just, just like some people that say, and I apologize, ladies, because right. you guys are the goats. You know, you're the best of the best when it, when it comes to uh, the social media. So, thank you very much. But you know, we got a new audience in California, and uh, we're gaining some traction with fans from the radio show, uh, and hopefully that'll you know kind of go over to the podcast stuff and follow us on social media. So. When uh, our California chapter of the two peers joined the GA chapter, everybody one big happy family. And then they'll figure something out as we get farther down the road and, and doing stuff. And so, uh, yeah, the, this house selling process in Georgia has been a thing, man. And like as we record this podcast, just like something else came out. So we finally get an offer on this house. Now, I don't know what I've told you guys and what I haven't told you. I don't think I probably told you much when it comes to the podcast because we've only done this is the second one. But I overshot my shot. When you were originally putting it up? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I thought it like I thought it was the best house in the world. Like, I know. I remember you telling me, like, when we put this on the market, it's going to sell in, like, two seconds. And I'm like, all right. It, well, I mean, you believed it, right? I did. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I was shocked when you told me it wasn't selling. I'm it's like, a badass house. Yeah, you normally tell me something's happening, and it, boom, happened. I, I overshot my shot. You know, I mean, I guess I was thinking more of the hot market, mm-hmm. you know, where houses were going, you know, cash above appraisal and blah, 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 and they were going, you couldn't keep the inventory, it wasn't out there. Blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, it's a hot zip in Roswell. It is. It's in, you know, I mean- little bit of a walk but it's in walking distance to downtown mm-hmm. you know great neighborhood you're right across from the trails and the hiking mm-hmm. at the mill uh and it's just a beautiful beautiful place and you're right on the corner of east cobb and marietta and i'm like this is the, the the perfect location yeah the house was built in the 80s but what i've done to that house you is, never know it was built in the 80s it is tremendous right that is the best looking house on your street, and I'm not being biased. Like when you go in your neighborhood and ride down the street, when you pull up to your house, you go, "Oh, this is Bailey's house <laughs> for sure." Because <laughs> the yard, the curb appeal, the landscape lights—it's got four party patios. I mean, the whole nine. It does. Nobody in the neighborhood has that kind of yard, so it's blown me away that it's taken this long. And one of the biggest complaints, I don't know if it's a complaint, just so, something that didn't sit well with some of the people that went and, and looked at the house. Mm-hmm. The price was always fine. 
Oh, so it was never the price. Never. The only person that comp- uh, complained about the price just recently did it after we've marked it down about $100,000. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Well, so they're idiots. That's not the doorbell camera guy, is it? No, but I'll get into that. Hold oh, okay. Let me write that down. Said, let me write that down. <laughs> I forget what I talk about on the radio show and then the podcast. So anyway, um, no, the price has never been an issue. It's the stairs. Oh, they don't want to go up and down stairs. But the thing is, you know when you look at it before you even get there, it has stairs. That's, yeah. It's not a ranch-style home. No, that's what I don't understand. Like, you know, like, you can't go to a burger place and go, oh, my God, they just sell burgers. Exactly. That doesn't make any fucking sense. At all. <laughs> it, it just is so stupid. So, uh, the like, kids, like, people, like, first first parents and stuff. They're like, oh, they're going to fall down the stairs. But it's a it's a split level. So you have, like, I mean, even if your kid did fall down the stairs, it's four stairs. Yeah, they'll be fine. They bounce back quick. Toughen up. <laughs> they're only going to fall down well, four. Who Put up child guard safety rails or whatever. Right. Who isn't putting a gate up anyway? And who hasn't fallen down stairs? Amen. That's part of my childhood. 14 stairs I fell down. I've never fallen down that many, but I've fallen down a few. Fell, fall, fell downstairs, you know what happened right afterwards? What? Mom and Grandma took me to Kitty City, and I got a, a six-gun holster with caps. I All right, thought then. you were going to say they took you to the hospital. <laughs> no, I was a badass little punk-ass bitch. Fourteen stairs. They didn't even want to make sure you didn't have, like, internal bleeding or something. So we rolled in the 80s. Yeah, that's true. Kitty City sounds like a badass strip club, doesn't it? It sounds like a pedophile. No, Kitty. K-I-T-T-Y. Now, I, I wasn't hearing K-A-D-D-I-E. Kitty. It's Kid-D-E. Oh, I was hearing with T's. Kitty City, cats. though? Come on down to Kitty City. Why would I Check go to a ladies. cat store to buy toys? No idea. This is Kitty City. I understand now. Sounds creepy now. And now it's, now you made it perverted. Yeah, now it's awful. Right, yeah. Well, you go in there, you <laughs> but find- But it's a tip bar, Kitty City. It's a pretty good tip bar name. Go in there, and you, you find your toy, and you get touched. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> But it's a lady touching. Oh, your toy and get touched. <laughs> they had a rewards program, and at the end, what a slogan! At the end, they you give them your name, and they'd be like, "Do we have you on pedophile?" Okay, thank you. We'll look up. <laughs> we'll add you to the list. We had you on pedophile. Like it was a filing, but it's a pedophile. <laughs> right. Got it, right? Oh, I got it's it. It's a filing cat. No, I immediately got it. But I put the peta in the front because the kids and the kitties. So. That's what I did. <laughs> So uh, so I would watch these people come and go on the cameras, the million cameras I have in the house. And we had this asshole real estate agent take his clients out there. And we had already been given an offer at this point. This just mm-hmm. happened like the other week. We'd already been given this offer. And by the way, when we sell this house, I am going to let everyone know who this guy is. I can't wait to see this video. <laughs> oh, you know what? I keep forgetting to download and save the video. I got to go back. You better I do thought that. you told me you saved it. No, I keep forgetting. Does it get overwritten? Oh, you better hurry up. It does after a certain amount of time period. I think mine is 14 days. Nah, I got the premium. Oh, well, yeah. I have the basic three ninety nine. dollars I just got to find out what day it was. Anyway, so this asshole goes up, and he's taking his clients, and he's this old dude, trying to look young, still got a full head of hair, <laughs> but it's like Wolfman jacked back. <laughs> he's got his tight, no-wrinkle Hagar's khakis on, and he rolls up, and I'm like, you dumb shit. How long? You've been doing this for a minute. How do you not know? That there's a, 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 a ring camera. A, it says ring, mm-hmm. ding-a-ling. It says ring and a camera. And uh, so he's talking trash about my wife. Whoa. What did he say exactly? He said, uh, he goes, yeah, they've been given an offer, uh, she said. But uh, she said her husband's not, uh, inter- doesn't like the offer. So they, you know, they, they want to explore and they want to see if they can get another offer. And I'm like, 
she must not be a very good real estate agent if she can't convince her husband to take the offer. I swear to God, I was two seconds away flying to Sacramento International Airport, getting on a Delta flight, going back to Hartsfield, taking a two-plus-hour Uber ride in traffic, (laughs) going to the house, finding this ass jack, and beating the living schnizzle schnizzles out of him. That is ballsy for him to not only say in front of the ring camera, but to those people. You never know who you're talking to either. So my wife would not let me, uh, she wouldn't let me call him. Oh, yeah, she, that's she said, not a good idea Let's right sell now. the house first. You mm-hmm. know, she's the voice of reason. So uh, then we then she texts him, well, you know, what do your clients think? He's like, not interested. And she goes, okay, well, thanks for showing the house. By the way, uh, for future reference, those th- those cameras in the front of the house that say ring, they record everything. So next time you just be careful that you're not as unprofessional as you were in front of ours. Wow. No, I know he felt like a dummy. No response. Of course he's not going to respond because he's busting. He's sitting over there. His face was red, and he was like, OMG. What if he did it on purpose? What if he big-timed her? And that, that's why he doesn't respond because, shit, I don't care. Well, you know what? Afterwards, we can call him on the, we can get him on the podcast. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can get him. We'll say, hey, let's do an interview with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be great. Let's, yep. Yeah, All he's going to do as soon as, soon as you bust him is hang up. Uh, no, I think he'll. I think he'll. I think he'll knee jerk at first. Yes, he'll he'll tw- he'll twitch, mm-hmm. and then he'll hang up. He's definitely gonna hang up. That's but, all I know. But we'll at least get the. Let's play the audio. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the tape. <laughs> Let's play the audio. Let's go to the tape. Here, this is what this is. A, this is a ring camera, you dinosaur, <laughs> you dumbass. So anyway, we have an offer on the house, and I think we're getting a second offer on the house. Yeah. Um, you know, because uh, we anyway, what, whatever. So, you know, the, the people that put the first offer in there, you know, the guy's cool. His kids look cool. And, you know, I, and I hope it works out for him. I really do. But I got to tell you, man, it, like. <laughs> You're not in love with any of the people. It doesn't matter. I don't. It doesn't matter who they are. I, I, I've never loved a house. I've I, I've never loved an area. More than I love that house in that area. And the longer that I'm away from it, the more I miss it. And I can see that. Yeah, it's not the way it's supposed to work. It's supposed to get easier. Right. You, you know, you're like, oh, I'm making this money and, 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 and you know, and I got to get it off and, and, and move on forward, move forward. This, I, I did so much to that house and there are so many good memories in that house. Yeah. You over renoed, didn't they tell you that? Yeah. Somebody told you, yeah, an inspector one time told me I over renovated the house. But there are a lot of good memories, a lot of great things that happen in the house outside of your personal family stuff. I mean, just my experiences being there, it's like, we almost caught it on fire, and it's still standing. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll never forget that day. And that's when twice. When I'm old, I'll never forget that day. You know, that was that was when we were doing the COVID shows. Yep. In the back room, the man room. Yep. And there was a candle that just, it, it, it wasn't a Bath and Body Works candle. It was a candle, actually, one of my dear friends from high school gave us. And it was in, like, it had a wicker sleeve, mm-hmm. like a koozie. And it just... Like we were, we were in the other room, but I could see straight ahead. This I could see the candle. I just looked up and I saw fire, and I'm like, something's on fire in there. And I heard, <laughs> I heard a pop. Yep. And it was right before the show started. Thank God, because if I would have had my headphones on, I wouldn't have heard it. House would be on fire. And the couch was. No, I would have saw it. I was sitting where I could see it. And the couch was right under it. Oh God. So it would have. I mean, mm-hmm. just like that. And I hear this pop, and I'm like, what the shit. And I look over and I see the candle, the, the it like getting higher and higher and higher. I'm like, oh my god! So I had a bottle of water and I ran over to it. I thought water put out fire. <laughs> well, it depends on the fire. 
Mm-hmm. Does it put out any fire, though? I feel like water does not put out fire. Yeah, I mean, firefighters use water. But, but is it the pressure, then, you're saying? I, I don't know. I took this we bottle. We threw the water on there, and it got bigger. It got bigger. Yeah, but if it's a homemade candle, it might have been made with actual an actual fat. A what? Like fat. Oh, fat. Like tallow. What does that mean? That means that you don't throw water onto a grease fire. Right, right, right. I do know that. So if it's some of those homemade candles, they aren't just like melted down wax. It could be a wax that was made with an animal fat. It could have been a tallow type candle, and that would be oil. So we need flour. You would need to, yes, you need to smother that. <laughs> smother. Mm-hmm. All right, so I put the water on it, you know, because yeah. I didn't read the just ingredients. Spread it. <laughs> right. I didn't yeah. see if it had animal fat in it or not. <laughs> And the damn thing goes, whoo. Oh, no. And I, I think, remember thinking, oh, my God. And I think I hear Nikki go, oh, my God. <laughs> That's exactly what I So said. then everybody freaks and runs out and tries to figure out how we put this thing out. So me, being the overprepared guy, I run out to the garage, and I have one of those, you know, fire extinguishers, small go. cans. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones you keep. I have them everywhere. I have them everywhere more now than I ever. Bet. And I came over and I put it out, but it ruined the table. I had I to did. sand the table, restain the table. Never was the same. Never forget, you know. And I had, uh, you know, some stain on the floor. I mean, it was a thing, man. It was fascinating but, show that day, though. But yeah, but it was just that. You're right. That's a memory. <laughs> yep. My New yeah. Year's party. We had a balloon drop. You know, because that's cool. We had we had there's a, a there's a stairway at the top, and then it all overlooked downstairs in the living room. Uh-huh. And for New Year's one year, we had a balloon drop. You know, you go and they, you buy them in the net and you put them up there sure. and then you just pull the thing. I had, a, I, had a, I had a fucking balloon drop at my house. That's baller status. The Halloween party. I have still to this day people talk about that Halloween party. Mm-hmm. I had a, a tarot card reader. It was set up what? where it was you walk around and it was like walking through a haunted house. Oh, we are outside because I had so much land. He did. You would get huge. scared. I'd have things coming out. at smoke machines, fire pit. I mean, it was the... Hips, nips, man. My ex girlfriend would have loved that. All kinds of good stories. Don't say that. Trudy, Trudy one would have loved that. We don't care about her. <laughs> we would have put her in the back and we <laughs> look at this fat clown. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know the woman. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. So it's it's going to be tough. I, I can see that. I I always wonder why you didn't choose the maybe rent it out option so you'd always own the property. Yeah, that's not an option. Yeah, okay. because like it's not he. Wasn't as if he owned it outright. So then you're trying to catch up and keep play catch up on a mortgage. And how do you know, bitch? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I well, I don't know, but because. I just know sometimes people hang on to properties and rent them out if they ever decide like they may want to go back and live there. Like he may want it to retire back in Atlanta. Nick. A lot of people try to make the claim that Bailey is rich. He is an average man. Okay, and the average man ain't gonna be out here making two mortgage payments. Well, Nikki, you've lived with me before. I Do have. you think I can have a total stranger in that house? No, I don't think you can. But as With much cameras? as you're attached uh-huh. to the house is why I thought you may choose that option. I was going to get a second job just to pick up the mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Just to have it. So See, I, have... I know you wanted the house. That's how bad I want to keep the house. I really, really do. I mm-hmm. wish I did own it outright. Because I would keep it out. Mm-hmm. I just let people stay there that I knew. If this would have happened as fast as you thought it would happen, do you still feel like you'd have this much remorse about it now? You know what I mean? Like, you were originally planning for it to be rip the Band-Aid off, and now you've kind of been sitting with it and mire, you know, mired in this. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have felt the sting, 
But the sting is definitely worse the more that it sets. Sure. Without a doubt. And I'm just so thankful. I really am thankful. I've got, still have very good friends back in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, like Jeremiah fucking Sample. Like, th- that guy's a saint. He really he is. is. He's so sweet. He goes to the house and anything I need, you know, uh, Joey, the guy that uh, does my lawn, you know, and these, you know. He, he he'll if he need do some if I need something done he'll do it you know just, like just so, such great people just talk to Chris my critter guy because they the inspector found critters in the crawl space and he's like we'll be over there in twenty minutes See, you can't get that everywhere no and you had people for everything there yeah it's that's a that's a tough roster to redo and your tennis bros you won't be able to get them back either and I miss those guys there's like I'm, you can't even find anybody here to play tennis I haven't played tennis in two and a half three months. You know, so anyway, that's 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 coming to an end. So I don't know. It's, I don't know. Maybe it's the older I get, the more I put things into perspective. And I swear, you know, it's like it, there's so much weighing on my mind over the past six months. I mean, there's, you know, some professional stuff going on. And then, you know, there's house stuff and the Atlanta stuff and and making sure everybody's OK. And then the more I see people die and I'm not good with that, like I'm not good with death. I can't just chalk it up as like, see you later, dude. You know, if it's Bob Barker, like him passing at 99, I can. that's fine. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him. I was a fan. I grew up with him. Rest in peace. Thank you for the memories. You were 99. Mm-hmm. You lived a great life. You can let people go right. easier when that happens. Right. I, Absolutely. I'm 48, and there's just been a run in the past five years of people that I know in my extended circle. That are dying, mm-hmm. and every and, and you don't realize it uh, until they go. Like, you, wait, let's just say you look through your Facebook feed, and you're friends with people that you maybe grew up with in middle school or in high school or something like that, right? Right. And when you see they they post something, okay, you don't when they post something. Yeah, it's me. It's uh, celebrating 15 years with my wife. Or whatever. You don't look at that post and go, "Oh my God, I remember that one time." <laughs> You only do that when they die. Yes. Why is that though? Why do don't people know. only go down memory lane when you die? I don't know. Because <laughs> you I, can't. Ma- I wish I had an answer, Nikki. I really do. You can't make new memories with them. Is that why you go down memory lane? I mean, that's what I've always thought of. But most of the time, you haven't made a new memory with these people in twenty plus years. But it doesn't matter. Now you can't. We always lie to ourselves. Oh, they'll be right there. Or how many times have you gone back to a friend you haven't talked to in years, and it feels like you never missed any time at all? Your uh, your football buddies that you didn't fly out to, you know what I mean. A whole year goes by. College fraternity, not football. Well, I mean the fantasy football guys. Fantasy football. Yeah. So the fantasy football group you have, as soon as you get back to the next draft, it's like, oh, not a minute has gone by since the last time we talked to each other. Correct. Right. So that's that's what I mean. So you can trick yourself into thinking, oh, there's always going to be time to reconnect, to make a memory, and then once that's been taken from you, that's all you can focus on. There's no way for you to make a new memory. And that's another thing I'm kicking myself about Mm -hmm. is not going out there. Like, even living in Atlanta and them always doing the draft in Florida, I would Mm -hmm. always fly back. Yeah. When did you make the decision that you weren't going to fly out? Like, were you always deciding not to go or it was kind of last minute you were like, oh, I'm going to just sit this one out? I Yeah, and I decided I wasn't going this year. Okay. I decided I wasn't going this year. And then (laughs) uh, the last – Week, I was like, I'm going. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I'm going. And then a couple other things popped up where I couldn't go. I just could, you know, I just couldn't go. I just could not make it. And it's I not did. like you fly into New Smyrna. Like you got to fly into Orlando and then drive over. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's 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 a thing. And it wasn't the cost. It wasn't the money or anything like that. It was 
it was just I could not go. And it crushes me because those, like, I love those guys. I mean, a few of them we've been doing this for, you know, 30 years. I mean, mm-hmm. 1996, you know, I mean, not 30 years, but 1996. Like when a we, long time. Yeah, when, when there, there was no fantasy football. It, would, like, it, it wasn't a thing. And we would go and sit on the commissioner, who's still the commissioner, Shawnee. Mm-hmm. We'd go sit on his government-funded apartment where the rug is, you know, thinner than a piece of loose-leaf paper. <laughs> and we would sit there, dodge the roaches, and uh, and we'd do our draft based off of a magazine, having no idea what the updated information was on any of the players. <laughs> right. And then you wouldn't find out who won until Tuesday when the box score came out in the newspaper. Oh, oh that's wow. super old school. So you couldn't tally it up until Tuesday. Dang. And he would have to go through the sports section. And, you know, you would see... 15 for 96 and one, you know, 15 carries, 96 yards, one touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then he would adjust the points. The points were very simplistic. Sure. It was like, all right, you get a point. That's it. <laughs> you, get a point. you got two points. You win. <laughs> I'm going to always relate my football game knowledge to the Super Bowl party we had at your house this last year. No, and the I, squares. The box square betting thing. I'm like, dang, don't worry. Next time you're going to get me a lot of boxes. Yeah, I didn't understand this time what to do. She, I don't think Nikki D realizes that she has got this inner addictive personality just trying to get out of a cage. And she's so naive to so many things when she experiences them. She's like, oh, hell, this weekend I'm in. I, I, I just subscribed to Super Bowl Box Weekly, so next year... <laughs> They're sending me my own boxes. Because <laughs> I've never seen these things done. I've never been around it. I've never experienced it. So the whole time you kept telling me, I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm just going to show up, see what happens. Then even when I got there, I'm like, I still don't understand. Then when he started handing out people $90, I'm like, oh, I'm getting boxes next year. It's over with. That's all she's been talking about since the last Super Bowl. <laughs> boxes. Is the boxes? I'm getting boxes. Mutters to herself. Mm-hmm. She's gonna say boxes. it. She's like, I'm getting boxes. <laughs> right. And she's moving. Right. <laughs> Take your ass to U-Haul then. I don't know what you're talking about. Getting boxes. I'm getting boxes. I am. <laughs> I don't know what's the proper term, but I will have them. It's like we went to the media night at Sky River Casino uh, in Elk Grove, and and she learns how to play blackjack. Well, oh, yes. I mean, she got a taste of it, right? She doesn't learn, but she gets a taste of it. Mm-hmm. I was winning. Yeah. Where's she going Labor Day weekend? Fucking Vegas. Vegas. Yep. <laughs> and I guarantee that night had a lot to, even though she can drive 20 minutes up the street. Yep. And go to Sky River. <laughs> she's like, uh uh-uh. Go big or go home. I'm going, I'm going to see Usha and I'm going blackjack in and I'm going to get boxes. <laughs> I am. Absolutely. They All of those. They won't have the boxes in Vegas, by the way. So just- you just never know. I don't put anything <laughs> out of my. <laughs> out of my, it might happen to me. I've been Googling Vegas and boxes, <laughs> and I'm supposed to meet this Mexican man that flips cards on the on the yeah. strip, and he's going to tell me where I can find a good box. <laughs> on top of a box. Yeah. You never know. That, by the way, you stop betting after the first hand. What? When the guy with the three cards that are on the table, if you only bet one time, you walk away a winner. Oh, here we go. This is Now, this is the other thing that happened in that media night. What? Remember Nelson? Oh knows, yeah, Nelson telling everybody. How Nelson, to play. Nelson knows everything. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong the about per- three card money. Have you ever had three card money played in front of you? I'm not talking about three card money. The guy with the cards. Three yeah, cards? I understand what it is, but that's all not what I was talking about. I'm talking about the Mexican guy that's handing out the prostitute cards. Oh, okay. Yeah, look at this, this guy over here. He didn't know. Yeah, he should have been at the table. The most broke 
gambler ever. I tried just, to sit at y'all table, but it, it was full, whatever. so I had to go. Just because the guy knows about Bakra. You can't be poor and know about gambling. I can know about anything. No, you can't. It's like an oxymoron. Oh, my God. I've played enough Baccarat to know what Baccarat is you and said, how it works. You said you never played it. You just watched no, it. No, I did not say I never played it, and you don't listen. I did. There's five people at the table. They we will not to, back that play. We wanted to learn from the dealer and the professionals, <laughs> and Nelson kept doing what he does, cuts them off. Oh, no, 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 he I'm said like, the guy looked like he needed help. He did not eat. I did not say that. And don't you spread lies. <laughs> He's already going off on a, a tangent. He'll tear my ass enough without your aid. So next thing we do, I was like, Nelson, we got to step away. Let's go get a drink. I'm going to get you a drink. We go to the bar, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, can I get an old? Well, no, no, this is the way to make an old-fashioned. He starts telling the bartender how to do his job. Well, if he's not going to oh. run the rim of the glass with the orange peel. I was like, Nelson, we got to go. Let's go to the steakhouse. Let's go and get some food. So we go to the steakhouse. <laughs> Walks no. back to the chef. No. No, 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 no. That's not any cooking steaks. Well, it's not even a sear. <laughs> he's not going to sear it before he, he goes to put it in the oven? So I was like, Nelson, we got to get out of here. Let's, let, let, I got to hit. I gotta go by the bathroom first. Let's go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, 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 that's not how you shake it. God. No, 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 you shake it. You shake it more than three times. You're playing with it. Too far. <laughs> so I'm like, we got to get out of here, bro. So we walk out to the car on the parking lot. That's not how you park a car. That's not how you do the parking nope. car. That's how you do it. Nope. Well, you don't park well. So he probably could have helped you there. <laughs> Even we, though he doesn't either. So we, we get in the car, we leave. I get pulled over. That's not how you arrest somebody. That's no. not how you do it. That's not how you do it. That's not. You got to read him your rights. He knew everything the entire time. So anyway, so going back to. Um, people dying. Yeah, people. Thank you. People dying and, and not not absorbing the good time every time you see him. Mm-hmm. So I just recently found out that I lost. Uh, I don't want to lie and say a friend because I haven't talked to him in forever. Mm-hmm. And we were only friends for a very short period of time in life. Right. And literally it was a year and a half. Okay. Sixth grade to the middle of seventh grade. Okay. A classmate. That's what you'll call him. I, he was a friend at one time though, right? So do you still come, call, you just him, call him a yeah. classmate? Classmate. Yeah. Well, whatever. Facebook friend. But we were friends on Facebook. Okay. We, we talked a couple times on Facebook. Okay. That's about the extent of it. And we're same age. And he passes away. I don't know what of. Mm-hmm. And I read it, and I still, on the radio, tell this story. I just never say his name. But mm-hmm. he was there that night where it was the first night that I ever heard the band Poison, which is my favorite band. Mm-hmm. And I I had just moved to Naples, Florida, in the middle of fifth grade. Uh, and then we go to middle school, and there's this new group of Group like most of the people that I went to to the elementary school with, they went to a different middle school. It's called Pine Ridge. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going for whatever reason to this other middle school called Golden Gate Middle School, and I knew no one, like zero, no one. And I had always like at least thought I was part of the cool kids. <laughs> you know, wow, you, what's that like? You, you go into a school and nobody knows you. You're not so much. You got some no, work to do. You got to work your way back up to the cool status. And so I finally, I finally figure out who that was, and mm-hmm. it was this guy John, this guy Brian, this guy Daniel, this guy Lad, and uh, his name was Lad. Yeah, his name was Lad. Pretty cool. And I was like, these are the cool kids. So I started not kissing their ass, but making friends with them. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because they were all very different personalities, but they were all friends. Mm-hmm. Like Brian was the tough guy. Right. Daniel was the equivalent of the movie Pretty in Pink, like the the Richie guy. Okay. Right? He'd always okay. dress kind of like that. Mm-hmm. 
Lad was the get along, let's go guy. Mm-hmm. And John was the good old boy that's just here, but you know what? I can handle business too, but I'm going to make your laugh. I'm going to laugh, make you laugh your ass off guy. Mm. Right? So he was that guy. Anyway, I see that he passes and I'm like, just blown away. I'm like, oh my God. I don't know why I'm shocked anymore because I always say, if you can survive 40, uh, was it 46 to 56, mm-hmm. you've got a chance of Bob Barkering it. Oh, okay. That yep. makes sense. That's the window. That's when we get hit with colon cancer, prostate cancer, whatever cancer, this is cancer, that Damn, cancer. 56. It's, it's, you always see, you're like, that's when people go, they die too young. 54, mm-hmm. 52, 48. 55. 55, right. And so I always say, if you can get past the 56, you got a long life. So he obviously did not, unfortunately. And I'm thinking, I'm going, God, that night, it was just like yesterday that they're in my bedroom. I think we were all in our underwear for some reason. Yeah. And Every time you tell this story, y'all are in your underwear. Uh-huh. And they're my boom box, and they had Look What the Cat Dragged In from Poison the Cassette in. <laughs> CDs were not a thing yet. And I was in the other room, I don't know, doing something, and I hear the band. And because of the music and them all you know, hooting and hollering in my bedroom, I walk in. And I remember the first thing I said was, I go, who is this? <laughs> and they're all kind of, you know, jumping around and dancing. Uh-huh. And I think it was Daniel, actually, uh, this guy, Daniel Benford, that said, uh, he goes, it's it's a band called Poison. And I go, oh, my God, I love Poison. Ever since then, I was in love with Poison. Aww. It was my favorite band. It's wild. And, you know, and then, you know, they had a short run. And then, you know, grunge comes in in the 90s <laughs> or late 80s, Guns N' Roses grunge. But I was able to see them in the last seat in the old Ice Palace in Tampa with my brother in um, in uh, uh, ninth grade, I think it was, and I remember wearing black jeans and a black tank top, and we sat in the very last seat of the house, so far back that our backs were against the concrete up at the top. But it was because of that night that, that you got introduced to the band that I got introduced to the band. And I know it, uh, probably everybody's got a story of like when you fell in love with a certain artist or a certain band, and you can remember it like it was yesterday, right? Like your favorite artist would be. I Thank don't you. have a story like this of a favorite okay. I just artist. killed my theory. <laughs> no, I don't. I can't even think of something like this. Every time I hear you say the story, I think about like, gosh, did I ever have any moments like this in my childhood? No, none that I can think of. You don't have a favorite artist? No, I have a favorite artist, okay, but who nothing is that reminded me or anything like Mary J. Blige is my favorite okay, artist. Okay, Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. When's the first time you heard Mary J. Blige? Um, it was her Real Love album. Uh, but when? Where? Where were you? I don't remember. I don't have a good memory as a kid like you do. See, that's odd. Is it, I, I thought it was a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. 97 Ford Escort, two-door. It's my buddy. We're tearing ass around Lincoln, Nebraska as we're driving around. Uh, as He's in college in Lincoln, and I'm still living in Omaha about 45 miles away. And it was Incubus came on, and it was uh, it was Make Yourself. It was off the Make Yourself album, so it was Pardon Me. And Incubus is my favorite uh, my favorite band. They went on to set their music help me through a real dark time. I credit them with helping save my life back then, but I can always go back to that red Ford Escort. Close my eyes and my buddy Dennis going, you got to hear these guys. And probably that night was a really, yet a good time. Yes, it was a great night. Right, one that you could never repeat. Nope, not a chance. Right? Just like mm-hmm. that night, I could never repeat. Maybe it's right. a white thing. Um, it might, it might be. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Were, we were in our <laughs> underpants in the car, too. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a white thing, Nikki. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If there's anybody African-American that listens to the BS Uncensored, can you reach out and tell if it's a white thing or not? (laughs) We're trying to learn about each other's cultures here. 
We've just introduced Nikki D to the white culture of knowing when you heard music, and she just introduced us to the African American culture where they don't remember shit. No. <laughs> no. Not at all. Not in my memory bank. So, uh, so I post something uh, on on wherever I saw it, you know, and I was like, uh, I, I think I posted just a shortened version of the, that story, and then people that were there that night start responding. Oh, were you in contact with them still? Like, were you Facebook friends with them, or did you now reconnect with them? I think I am. I think I okay. am friends with most of them. If I, see, here's the other kicker too, is that a lot of people my age are not on Facebook, and if they are, they don't do anything on it. Right. Mm-hmm. So you never know that they're there. They're just lookers, but they never post or comment. Right. The last time they posted was eight years ago, mm-hmm. and, right? Mm-hmm. And it was some like God meme. But I guarantee you, they've seen all of your stuff. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Because people like that, that's what they do. They just watch, but they never comment. They don't post. They don't like, but they see everything. Oh, well, maybe that's the case. But then everybody starts kind of replying back, and then they start talking about that night. Oh. And I forgot the other part of that night. Which was what? Which was the plan was all along is I were going to – w- that was part of me getting in with this crew is my neighbor, this girl Tara – uh, who lives in Georgia now, by the way, she uh, she was new as well. So the guys had girls that they liked, and the girls had guys that they liked, mm-hmm. or ones that we wanted to like. Right? right. So the idea was for her and I to be put over by inviting them over because we lived in a nice neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Not to say that they didn't live in a nice neighborhood, but it was like a really nice neighborhood. Right. And so the idea was to put ourselves over by her having the girls over. Oh, and you having the guys I was having the guys. And we lived on the same street. Mm-hmm. But this is like a gated community. I mean, this is a fancy pants community. Right. And so this wasn't a walking around the neighborhood at night type of community. Because it had security and everything that right. went around. So in the middle of the night, some of the guys, like we would go back and forth and we'd meet outside. Oh. And for some reason, my I, I think my mom was there, but she didn't hear shit. And there was like a side door from the laundry room that we would just go in and out of. Mm-hmm. And we were up all night. And uh, and we some of the guys went over to her house like at 2 o'clock in the morning and jumped in her pool. Dang. You know, <laughs> her father, who I think is now deceased, was pissed. Oh, yeah. Like, just to give you an idea, her mother, if memory serves, is was the heir to Smucker's Jelly. Dang. Wow. Just yeah, to kind of give cool. you an idea of where we were at. Mm-hmm. And so the next day, I remember her father coming out and being pissed at me, and he brought a wooden paddle, and he was going to hit me with it. Dang. Because he blamed me for it. He said, I was the one that did it, and I was like, this is where it all started. I was like, I didn't do it. I really didn't do it. Oh, yeah, no, I don't believe you. And that's where it all started. And so the the, the guys, the when they came back, we ended up sleeping outside on the lawn. Why? Because they were wet? No, just because we could. Right. <laughs> Because we're we're dumbasses, <laughs> and I think my mother had been divorced or was in the middle of divorcing my my first stepdad, the abusive one. Mm-hmm. We we moved down with him, so he yeah, I'm almost positive he wasn't in the picture. But she was banging this other guy, this little small contractor guy that was jacked to shreds, <laughs> and he was at the house, I guess. And he got up and he had this maroon like station wagon Ford Taurus thing. <laughs> And I remember he had a CB in it, and it was the first time I'd ever seen a car phone. But it was like, well, it was like a car phone CB. Sure. And uh, and he got up the next morning, and he was like, he was an Italian guy, Pete. Uh, Ace, it was not Pete. Ace Avito. I want anyway. So he gets up, 
And he's like, what the fuck is shit? What the fuck is shit? What the fuck is shit? You know, starts screaming at us. And we're like, dude, it's way too early to be screaming. It's like <laughs> 6 o'clock in the morning. We just, we just went to sleep. Stop it already. But anyway, John was a part of that. John was there that night. And I always wonder if I'm the weirdo. Am I the guy that remembers this stuff or does anybody else remember? Well, you said other people commented in this scenario, so then you're not the weird guy. Now, the one with your best friend who you gave the love bracelet to, him not remembering does not give us a good case because he used a lot of drugs. <laughs> so right now, I think you're in the middle. Why you got to bring that guy up? Well, because these are the two scenarios where he has old friends <laughs> that would have to back his play if they remember the stuff he remembers. Yeah, but it wasn't like it was a group of love bracelets he gave out. It was just the one love bracelet. But still. Okay. Well, let's clarify something. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Jamie. It's funny you bring it up because he's next on this conversation. Uh -oh, okay. It was not a love bracelet. It was a best friend bracelet from Things Remembered that I got engraved for both of us. That said, I love you. It did not say it, but, but I meant it, it when I gave it to him. It meant it. It was applied for sure. <laughs> Things Remembered. I might have said something like, this bracelet is not... Real gold like your heart is or something. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I transfer from Golden Gate Middle School in the middle of seventh grade to Pine Ridge Middle School because now my mom's divorced, so we mm -hmm. had to move, and I'm in a different school district. Uh -huh. This is the school where, for the most part, everyone that I went for that half year in elementary school go to. The cool kid in our class uh -huh. was this guy, Jamie, Jamie okay. Sterling, the guy that I tell you about mm -hmm. where he doesn't remember me because he had, I guess, some drug issues. I still don't know the whole story. And so he had been friends with these guys, too, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I had got the, like, pass. Right. I was oh, like, nice. oh, yeah, I'm boys with Daniel and Brian and stuff. And so we became kind of instant friends. And I'm like, oh, I'm friends with the most popular kid. He was a badass and played soccer and all stuff. So. All the hot girl, you know, like, so so it was like just 2.0, middle school right. 2.0. And so he comments on it, on the post. Oh, he does? So he remembers it? Well, he wasn't there because I wasn't friends with him yet, but he knew him. They were all friends. Right? Oh, so I he mean, was just commenting on what he remembered. Because everybody was friends through proxy, like by sports or something mm -hmm. like that. And so he had made a comment, he had made a comment on my comment. He goes, I don't think I was there that night, but such a good memory. Thanks for sharing. Oh. And I said, no, you weren't there that night. We became friends afterwards when I came to Pine Ridge. And then he commented back, who are you? Right. I don't remember that. Close enough. <laughs> no. No, he said, he goes, he goes, wow, that's a really good memory. It helps me a lot. I sent you my number. Let's connect. You know, again. You still he, haven't called him? I still haven't called him. What are you waiting for? You're know. Mr. Let's get this done. Get him on the air. Let's talk about it. You have not called him all this time. I'm scared. Scared of what? I'm scared of him. I'm scared he doesn't still have the bracelet. Of course he doesn't have the bracelet. <laughs> I'd be scared he did have can, the bracelet still. Can I tell you? What? I still got the bracelet. Do you? Yo, you, you know what? You have so much stuff. I'm not even going to doubt you on this. Yeah. You have a lot of stuff. I have an old school gray safe that is the size of, I don't know, it's like a cube. Like okay. A small cube. Yeah. They, they were a big deal back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And it had a combination. Oh, yes. But I know it, what you're talking but about. But they were so easy to hack because the lock was so flimsy. <laughs> yes. So literally, you could just pull it and pull it open. <laughs> but I don't know where it's at, but I know it's in there. 
That's crazy. Prize that you possession. even still have that. Yeah. <laughs> I've got other stuff in there, too, and I would love to find it. Mm-hmm. I just haven't been able to find it. It's somewhere. I don't know where it's at, but it's somewhere in my world. You need to call him. Yeah. So, anyway, I guess the point of the story is, you know, I don't mean, I don't want to be cheesy and cliche, but, you know, you know what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Like, Go ahead. Absorb every moment as it comes. I, I just say people while they're here. I, I struggle with it. I, I've struggled with it my entire life. I, I, I cannot, for the life of me, enjoy today because I'm too busy thinking about tomorrow. It's just because I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. I'm OCD. I'm forward thinking. I'm a calendar guy. And you know what? I get beat up by it from people that I know, and they make it look like it's an, uh, like I'm a bad person because I'm like that. Right. It's not that I want to be like that. It's just how I am. But they just want you to understand that you're going to look up one day and realize that life passed you by while you were planning for tomorrow and you didn't live in today. Oh, I'm in the middle of it right now. Absolutely. And that's advice that I always give people. Somebody uh, that I met recently starting off in their career, I don't know, it just led me to tell her, like, look, enjoy every moment of this process and relish it because when it's over or when it's past, you're going to look back on these beginning stages, remember how you feel right now. Yeah, well, I, that's like telling a drug dealer, stop doing drugs. He knows he should stop doing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like telling Nelson to stop eating sugar. He right. knows he needs to stop eating sugar, but he can't, can't help him. He can't quit himself. You know, so I get it, and I agree. I don't disagree. I've never disagreed with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just can't do it. It's right. impossible. So I've accepted that on my deathbed, you know, and remember this. So when you guys are, if you guys, you guys are invited, by the way, the funeral. So, gonna, oh, thank you. So I'm not going to outlive you. I, I, that is a true statement. Thank you. Like, <laughs> I'll go, sure, Bailey, I'll go ahead and remember it. So I, I've, I, I accept this. Like, that's who I am. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to, if I have, if I'm on a deathbed and I know my, my minutes are down, you know, I'm mm-hmm. counting down. I know that I'm going to sit there with a lot of regret, but I have no choice. Yeah, but you are still alive today. You keep saying you have no choice. You do have a choice. You can make a conscious decision to start changing your outlook since you know that it's an issue and it's something you don't want to regret. Were you not listening to the last, like, three minutes of what he was saying? He literally just got done telling you this is still he the, can't do it. He can do it. This is the same man who said that he can quit whatever he wants to do, cold turkey, same day, because it's mind control. Yeah. So don't tell me he can't do it. He can if he chooses to. Well, here's the other thing. What? So many people have told me what you just said. I like to do things the opposite of what people tell oh, me. Yes, spiteful. The man is nothing if not spiteful. <laughs> you, you are hurting people by <laughs> spiting them on something that you're going to regret. Well, I feel like they lose sleep. Well, we won't lose one bit of sleep I just because you they, didn't listen to I us. I think you guys are lying to yourself. They do. <laughs> they, do. They, they lose the sleep. I bet you do. I've got cameras in every one of those rooms. Guaranteed they lose the sleep. <laughs> I have I've good footage last night, Nicky D, rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wearing a little sexy drawers with her new uh, friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Carmella. What's her name? Her name is Clarissa. 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 Oh, that's uh, Silence of the Lambs. Hello, no, Clarice. Oh, Clarice. That's Clarice. But well, this is Clarissa. <laughs> Hello, this Clarice. is Silence of the Lambs, too. Hello, Clarice. What an Irish accent. Hello, Clarissa. I'm Nikki D, and I just want some face. <laughs> yeah, I forget what the line is. Mm-mm. That's uh, Nikki D's new friend that she met on mm-hmm. friendstealer.com. I met her at a beauty salon. <laughs> you stole her from her friend. Yeah. I didn't steal her. friend was her. like, I just need to go to the bathroom. It'll be out in a second. Woof. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> you were my ride. Where'd you go? 
stolen at first sight. Fucking Mickey D's license plate reads taken. <laughs> Yo, I possess a certain set of skills. Money to look you're looking for, dude. I ain't got no cheese. But you know what? I do got one thing. I will find that bitch and I will make you my friend. <laughs> The black version of taken. <laughs> it's called tooken. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Oh my god, damn it! Oh my. All right. <laughs> Wrap this bitch up. We gotta. We got to be done for this episode. <laughs> That's, your, that's more of your black voice. Look, he's cracked his own self up at this point. He almost never laughs at himself. He's cracked up right now. That was now. a goodie. I'm going to laugh at Tooken all day. Because <laughs> it could be like so many things. It could oh. be like Tookie, Tooken. You know, Fuck Yo, what up? I'm Tooken. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And I can see your license plate. T-O-O-K-I-N. Tooken. E-N. What? Tooken. E-N. E-N. Tooken. Yeah, T-O-K-E-N. Tooken. 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 Yeah. Tooken schmookin'. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rock it. I'm not a Tooken. <laughs> All right. Mickey D, got anything? Uh, keep your friends close. They might get Tooken. Yeah. Well, keep, I mean, if not, steal them. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nelson. Uh, remember me. Okay, that's all I want you to do. Yeah, I'll say good shit about you. Thank, well, thank you. Yeah. Put me up there. Put me on the list to euthanize you. Oh, I mean, yeah, not euthanize sure. you. you Lina, I was about to say euthanize. Yeah, you can pull the trigger. <laughs> no, no. I yeah. mean, uh, eulogize. Eulogize. Both of them. Same thing. Uh-huh. You can't you can't eulogize unless you euthanize. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Fight a nickel. <laughs> anyway. At Listen to the BS on social media. Give us a like, share, follow. At The Bailey Show on YouTube. We put the full-length video of this. Uh, up on our YouTube channel. So if you'd rather do it, watch it there. Feel free. Not a problem. And uh, for those of you that are not two percenters, two peers, please go to Facebook, search for the BS two peers and look us up and uh, become part of the community. It's good. So episode two, the BS Uncensored in the books. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it as always. Until next time. Bye. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support. TheBaileyShow.com Now, get out of here.